Welcome to the Next Level Selling Podcast, where your host, Michael Paul, teaches you the concepts of high-performance selling and going from good to great in your sales game. Whether you're just getting started or have been pursuing sales greatness for years, this podcast will help you maximize your income while having fun along the way. Are you ready to take this thing to the top? Let's go. Now, here's your host of the Next Level Selling Podcast, Michael Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Michael here with your Next Level Selling Podcast. I hope you're doing great no matter where you may be in this big, wide, wonderful world. So today, let's talk about six selling truths. Say that three times fast. Six selling truths that you must know. Now, listen, I, I wish I would have known these a long time ago, but I got great news for you. You can learn them today. You can learn them today. So here we go. So number one, pain or the fear of future pain is one of the main drivers of a sale. So I'm not talking about sitting down with someone and scaring the hell out of them when they're trying to, you know, buy something from you. For example, I know guys that uh, and girls that sell, uh, you know, um, life insurance. They sell life insurance. The best way to sell life insurance is not scaring the crap out of someone and trying to make them feel they're going to die any day. You know, it's a true fact that a lot of people will not buy life insurance because they feel that if they do buy life insurance, then they're going to die. Well, I got some news for you, folks. Uh, last time I checked, nobody gets out of here alive. So, you know, my advice on that is, hey, you might want to have some life insurance. I've got life insurance. Maybe you need it. This is not a life insurance podcast. However, pain or the fear of future pain is one of the main drivers when it comes to selling external sales pressure, like limited discounts. If they, you know, if you do it now, it doesn't really build that much urgency. Now, I do believe in building urgency when it comes to selling. But the fact of the matter is, is your job as a salesperson, as a sales professional, as a great sales professional, your job is to find the pain. It's kind of like going to the doctor. If you go to the doctor and it hurts in five different places and you only tell them it hurts in three different places, then they're not going to prescribe you the right medication. You have to be able to ask the right questions and find the pain. All right, the next one, number two, no one buys from you just because you're really enthusiastic about your product. You ever met those people? You walk into a store, you walk into a car lot, you you get in front of a salesperson and they're just jumping through their skin. They're freaking out. I mean, they they quite frankly look like a serial killer. Don't be this person. It's You, you do want to be enthusiastic. I mean, Jim Rohn says nothing happens until someone gets excited and that someone is you. But he's not talking about jumping through your skin like, oh my God, I got a customer and you're just going nuts. Do not do that. You want to be excited. You want to be happy. You want to show through your emotions and your smile and who you are that you're happy that you have a, a customer. But at the end of the day, being overly excited about what you're selling just makes you look biased, okay? It makes you look salesy, all right? And and I'm telling you right now, prospects don't want that. So there's there's a balance and you need to find that. Number three, first impressions matter. And listen, whether you like it or not, and I hear today, well, Michael, nobody wears suits anymore. Nobody dresses up like that because it makes you look like a salesperson. Bull crap. That is not true. Obviously, if you work in an environment where everybody's wearing polos and khakis, then fine. That's what you're supposed to wear. But the bottom line is, depending on the sales that you do to this day, I still wear a blazer. I don't wear a tie. Rarely do I wear a tie, but I'm wearing a button down 
highly pressed starched shirt. I wear slacks. I look good. I try to make sure my hair, my hair looks really good. I've got good hair. I don't know if you know this or not. Have you seen a picture of me? So anyway, uh, turning 60 this month as I record this uh, podcast and uh, hell, I got good hair. So the bottom line is you got to make a first impression. And I'm not just talking about how you look and how you smell. Smells important. I'm also talking about the first I don't know, five to 10 seconds of the conversation that you have sets the tone. Look, you need to be intelligent about what you're doing. You need to work on your communication skills. I can't tell you how many times that I look at someone and go, you know what? They look pretty impressive. They look great. Then they open their mouth and oh my dear God, folks, do not sound ignorant. Know your product, know what you're doing, know how to communicate effectively. Tony Robbins 101, the quality of your life is directly related to the quality of your communication. Now simply take the word life out and put in there anything you want. The quality of your sales is directly related to the quality of your communication, the quality of your marriage or relationships. Uh, Can anyone relate to that? All right. So bottom line is you have to be a great communicator and you have to make a great first impression. All right, next, people don't buy from people they just like. There's this thing out there that we say a lot of times in the world of sales, well, if people just like you, they'll buy from you. Bull crap, that's not true. I like a lot of salespeople out there. I don't buy jack from them, all right? People buy from people that they trust and from someone that they believe will get them results, all right? Who is going to actually get them results? People are, you know, they're very self-centric, especially when it comes to making buying decisions. Yes, depends on your selling cycle. There's a lot of people out there that takes three, four, five appointments to make the sale. Uh, some are six-month selling cycles. Hell, I know some that that are a year. But many of you work in a situation where person gets in front of you and you need to make a sale now. You can build rapport and trust in a very, very, very short period of time. We're talking minutes, minutes. You can do that, which goes back to the previous thing that I just said about building, you know, or making sure that you're built, you know, having a great first impression. People must look at you, like you and trust you. People don't buy from people that, you know, they just like, it's just not true. All right. Number five, status sells. Most people are not going to buy from you if they feel you don't understand their situation as it, you know, it causes them to view as a non-expert status sells. And what I mean by this is I'm basically talking about the fact that you have to be an authority and make sure you're asking the right questions. It's not just about knowing your product. Obviously, it's important to know your product. If you don't know your product, then you might want to start with that right now when you're done with this podcast, working on knowing your product. So you need to know your product. Now, don't know your product so much that you just take months and months before you actually dive in to start selling. No, no, no. About 80 to 90% of what you need to do every day is just your motivation, your enthusiasm, how, how you get out there and just get after it. But you must know your product. If you're so ignorant to your product that people look at you as a non-expert, you have no status with them. No status. You understand what I'm talking about? Last one here is people make buying decisions emotionally. I know you've heard this. This is nothing new under the sun, but the sooner you put this in your pipe and smoke it. All right. I've never smoked in my life. So it depends on what you're doing out there, but people make buying decisions emotionally. You need to understand this. All right. People make emotional decisions, not just logic. Granted, they're very logical. Let's talk about the car business. I'm in the car business. I work for Rolls Royce now, you know, as a sales manager for them and man, Rolls Royce, how 
this this product oh my god it is it is i'm digressing the point is if you're in the car world for example i say all the time that when someone calls in on the phone when someone's on the phone with you they're talking logic they're not in front of you a lot of the communication standards that need to be met just can't be there all they can hear is like right now on this podcast you're not watching my face you're not standing in front of me you can only hear the rise and in inflection in my voice which by the way is why the phone is still Still, number two to being in person, number two is being on the phone because you can evoke emotion out of somebody over the phone. Don't sell the car over the phone. Get them into the showroom because what happens on the phone, it's logic in person. It's emotional. This is not new. And you should know this. So stop trying to sell over the phone unless you have to sell over the phone. I was a stockbroker. I sold over the phone. All right. When you're selling half a million dollar cars out there, then you sometimes have to sell over the phone. So I never say that you can't sell a car over the phone or you can't sell a product over the phone. That's BS. Of course you can. It depends on the situation and the job and what you're trying to accomplish. So remember, people make buying decisions emotionally, all right? And that's how they justify their decisions with logic. So they buy emotionally, they justify with logic, all right? So make sure you understand these six particular different selling truths. Again, number one is pain or the fear of future pain is one of the main drivers of a sale too. No one buys from you just because they're, you know, you're really enthusiastic. That's not true. Number three, First impressions always matter. Number four, people don't buy from people that they just like. That is not true. All right. Number five, status sells, meaning your status as you stand in front of your prospect and how you know your product. All right. Make sure you understand what you're selling. You need to be the expert. And number one, of course, is or number six, I mean, is people make buying decisions emotionally. These are all extremely important. So listen to me. Practice every day. Work on self-development. Listen to a great podcast. I prefer you listen to this one. And thank you for listening to it. I'll be putting these out a little bit more. But the bottom line is listen to a great podcast. Find people out there like, I don't know, Tony Robbins. He's still a great, you know, great motivator. You should listen to this guy. Uh, Jim Rohn, who was his teacher. There's so many wonderful people out there that you can listen to. Go onto the internet, find this information, work on your personal development every single day, 15 to 20 minutes. And if you do this, I'll see every single one of you killers at the top. Now go out and make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Selling Podcast. Please be sure to leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to take your company or organization to the top? As a member of the National Speakers Association, Michael is ready to speak at your next event. Go to nextlevelsellingpodcast.com and click on the contact link. And remember, we'll see you at the top.